Hi there! Welcome to my Mooney Mooney space, a place where I dump my thoughts, reflections, morning realizations, late night musings, and random observations about life. As we share this space together, I hope you'll find a thing or two that speaks directly to you. months. My fiancé and I agreed that I should give my passion project, aka podcasting, a try for three months. And after that, I can assess if I should continue doing it or just stop and tell myself na, okay, this is not for me, but at least I know because I've tried. So now that the three months are over, I had to decide, should I continue my passion project or not? And the verdict is... Before I finish that sentence, I'd like to welcome you back with another solo episode here in my Mooney Mooney space. I'm happy to be doing this again, but I hope you guys also enjoyed the conversations that I had with my fiancé for my Love Month episode and the inspiring women like Nika and RB for the Women's Month episodes. So you guys can still listen to those episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. So anyway, for this month, we'll talk about passion projects naman. So I guess to answer then the question I had earlier, um, simple lang naman talaga yung sagot dun. Uh, if it brings me joy along the way, why stop? And that goes the same to you who is currently listening in this episode. If you are having doubts, just stop thinking about it and keep doing it. It's because pursuing a passion project can really make you feel good. Imagine after a long day, you look forward to doing your hobbies or your passions because it helps you de-stress. Whenever you feel anxious or down, you have an escape where you can get lost doing what you love without caring about anything that bothers you. You have an outlet that helps you practice your creativity and confidence. And well, in our current situation, you have one thing that can help bring you a more positive focus. I totally agree with this one because my passion project is actually a pandemic baby. And if you'll notice, ang dami sa mga friends or acquaintances din natin ang nagkaroon ng mga passion projects. Whether it's being a plantito or plantita, painting, writing songs or stories, filming videos, baking, creating content on different uh, social media platforms, and kung ano-ano pa. So during these uncertain times, and um, given that some of us have uh, more downtime, people had the time to reconnect with their passion, be curious about new things, and do something about it. But When you're starting a passion project or maintaining one, having negative thoughts and self-doubt is inevitable. And since usapang passion project tayo for this episode, I'll walk you through the different stages and thoughts that you and I can also relate to. I can also use my current passion project experiences and we can talk about some reminders on how we can kill those negativities. So let's say you have figured out what you want to do for a passion project, but you don't know how to start. You think you'll need to have more courage, more ideas, enough money, and the list goes on when in fact, you can even start before you're ready. 
it sounds scary for someone who loves to plan everything, but I think that's just the reality. You can never be ready for anything. Oh, when I started and even until now, I don't have a decent logo because I'm not ready to pay for a logo yet. I have topics in mind, but I don't have a concrete plan on how to roll things out. I don't even have a solid branding and a proper roadmap on what I want to happen in this project. But I thought that if I waited longer for everything to be perfect and all set, I might lose the concept and the motivation to do it. So after three to four months of back and forth, I finally published my first episode. And that's when I realized that it's okay for us to feel all those uncertainties and fears, but you also have to believe that what you have right now is enough for you to start. When you finally decided to start, you'll have that momentum that you need and a jumpstart to turn your ideas into life. So no matter how lost you are, eventually you'll just learn and figure things out along the way. So yes, start before you're ready. So for example, you're already convinced to start. You might have another problem like, wala akong enough time to do it. Yes, it can be really true. And it's really valid kasi we have responsibilities at work, at home, sa family natin, friends, and so on and so forth. But once you make your passion project a priority, once you decide na, okay, I really want to do it, you can always find time for it. You can start with a daily 15 to 30 minute passion project time. You can do research, create an outline for your content, or write or do whatever comes in your mind. You just need to allot that time every day, even though you feel like you won't accomplish anything in that short period of time. Or if you feel like very raw palang talaga yung makakagawa mo. It's because those small actions, when done repeatedly, will really add up into something else. Meron siyang cumulative impact to your passion project. And sometimes, you won't even notice na yung 15-minute na allotted time mo for that will turn into 30 minutes or an hour or more. It's because you suddenly lost track of time doing what you love a thing that matters to you, and you feel happy with how you use your time. And that's good, kasi yung issue mo about time will definitely be resolved along the way. So, okay, you finally started your passion project and allotted time for you to do it. So now, you're about to share your output to your friends or even strangers online. Nakatakot, no? You are putting yourself out there and the fear of shame and judgment is so loud na parang ayaw mo na lang ituloy. <laughs> Tatakot kang ma-judge, paano kung ayaw pala nila nung thoughts mo, or paano kung mali-mali yung grammar mo, or paano kung pangat yung drawing mo. Do you guys ever feel that way? I guess it's super normal. And I think the first time that you'll share your work to others is always the scariest part. Take note of the word I used. Scariest. It's because the second, 
third or even 20th or 100th time that you'll share your work, you'll still feel terrified. But at some point, the more you do it, the more you become braver every day. You do what terrifies you and little by little, that fear that you're feeling will be overpowered by a little bravery or minsan sense of fulfillment of accomplishing and sharing something or excitement or pride that you've done your part in this project. That fear will always be there. But little by little, you'll be less scared and little braver than the first time that you do or share your passion project. And as you become um, braver, you create more of what you love. But there will be instances when you'll ask yourself, am I doing this right? Why can't I perfect this drawing? Why do I still sound awkward? Why don't I have a community yet? And the list goes on as usual. You then start comparing yourself with others and your wins with others. And then ang ending, you'll feel down or you'll feel na you're not doing enough or ikaw mismo is not enough. I think this might be the hardest part of putting yourself out there. Not seeing the results that you wanted or feeling ashamed for the unfulfilled expectations and goals. But I think we can all remind ourselves of four things. The first one is success doesn't happen overnight. Yes, cliche, but true, right? Don't rush it. I think I already mentioned it in my practice progress episode that when it comes to our goals, there is always a gap between where we are right now and where we want to be. And in order for us to close that gap, we need to practice, as in a lot of practice to meet our goals or expectations, our very own success. Which then leads me to point number two. We need to focus on our own growth, one that is constant and steady. Draw more, speak more, write more, bake more, just do it every day. And when it's really hard not to compare ourselves with others, which is also super true, maybe we can use them as inspiration on what and what not to do. So third is, while we're working on our own growth, find more opportunities to learn. Explore so you'll know what will work for you and what will not. And when you can't find one, create it. That's what I love about passion projects. You create an opportunity for yourself because you do it on your own terms. And this um, project is a testament of me creating an opportunity for myself to fulfill, okay, this might sound funny, but to fulfill my long lost dream of becoming a broadcaster or even a video jock or a host. And um, actually, when I started this podcast, I just wanted to have solo episodes. But I wanted to try interviews because I know that I really suck at impromptu talks. I think the lesson here is to really keep um, exploring and keep learning. So kahit ano pa yung strategy mo on your own passion project and on reaching your own success, make sure that it's focused on your own growth. And lastly, while we do all that, it's also important 
that we critic ourselves kindly. This reminder naman, it came from Mika Gonzalez, that productivity girl. I follow her on Instagram and you guys should follow her too. Very helpful din yung mga content niya. It's at Mika Angelica Gons with a Z. So anyway, she asked herself one time, how do you balance wanting to be better every day with wanting to still be kind to yourself? And her answer is to critic yourself kindly. So whatever your passion project output is, evaluate it, accept it, and then try to make the next thing better. And what I really love about it is when she said that um, I'd rather improve myself from a place of kindness than from a place of shame or inadequacy. So yes, if you feel like you're not enough or you're not doing enough, always remember that you don't have to rush success. Just focus on your own growth, keep on exploring and learning, and critic yourself kindly. And when all else fails and you still want to give up, remind yourself of your whys. Why did you do it in the first place? Why do you keep on pushing even if you're tired after work? Or why do you enjoy doing it even on weekends? I know I said that having a passion project is good because it's a good stress reliever, distraction, or an escape. But it can be more than that. At some point, you'll notice that pursuing a passion project can give you a renewed sense of accomplishment or meaning of self-improvement. It opens new opportunities for you and lets you meet new people that will help you along the way. So if you have a passion project or planning to start one, just continue pushing forward. It can be rewarding and you'll never know where it will lead you. This solo episode is too long again, but before I end this, here's a little something to think about in your own Muni Muni space. What are the current struggles and negative thoughts that you have as you pursue or start your own passion project? How are you planning to combat or resolve those? You can share it with me on my Instagram account at Muni Muni Space. That's it for now. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening and staying for a while in my Muni Muni space. I hope you can stop by again next time. Bye!